Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Welcome back to The Driven Entrepreneur. It's Matt Browning with you each and every week. And, you know, I'm always diving into, as you obviously know, the entrepreneur, uh, the strife, the battle, the the fun, the the joy, the all the stuff that comes with it. And, you know, each week I, I bring on someone who kind of talks into and speaks into a different facet of what we walk through each and every day. One of the biggest things that's been a needle mover in my business, and maybe in yours, or maybe you haven't gotten there yet, um, over the last several years, is this fancy word called publicity. Now, publicity sometimes feels like it's for like the big companies, right? It's the corporate thing. It's Coca-Cola got publicity, but you and I, no matter what level we are, solopreneur on up to you know hundreds or thousands of employees, we need a version of publicity. And we're going to get into that this week with my guest, Jill Lublin. Jill's a longtime friend, an entrepreneur, pal, buddy, um, speaking comrade of mine over the last, I mean, I don't even know, maybe 10, 12 years. So this is someone I've known for a very long time. Um, she does, she's a phenomenal Phenomenal public speaker. She does about 200 speaking engagements a year, um, virtually and live. Um, a master publicity strategist and consultant, and we'll get into what that really means. Uh, multiple times best-selling author, um, including her latest book, Profit of Kindness, um, which I believe is published through McGraw Hill. So very exciting. She has uh, some major, major books out there, as well as. Go- uh, Guerrilla Publicity that she co-wrote with Jay Conrad Levinson. Um, that's a big get. She also, of course, does uh, publicity strategies and shares stages with people like Tony Robbins, T. Harbecker, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Laurel Langemeyer uh, from The Secret, New York Times author, James Malinchek, Lisa Nichols from The Secret. Uh, so many names. Pretty much everybody out there who has made a name for themselves in the speaking coaching or business world uh, probably knows and recommends Jill. Um, she's been on NBC, ABC, CBS, all sorts of national and international media. She is the one. She's been in the New York Times, Women's Day, uh, on and on, Entrepreneur, Forbes, Inc. Let's talk publicity and let's talk growing your business. Jill, how are you? Thank you for making the time today. Oh, thank you, Matt. So glad to be here. It's, a, it's an exciting time. You know, uh, you are one of these people that no matter how much time passes, I'm always grateful for a conversation, always glad to see your face. Uh, we caught up in the last couple of weeks a little bit talking about my new publishing uh, book venture. And of course, I you're the first person I went to for advice. So thanks for that, by the way. Absolutely. My pleasure. I love supporting you. I love our partnership. And I think, you know, throughout the years, this is what it's all been all about for all of us is partnerships and collaborations. And I'm always grateful for yours. Yeah, you've always been, that's something that always struck me is before we get into the publicity world, you've always been very huge on not just collaboration and partnership, but very, how do I say, it's like the mutually supportive, um, you always go first. Every time I talk to you, you go, what are you working on? How can I help you? Who do you need to know? Can you talk to me a little bit about the genesis of that attitude and maybe even explain it a bit more? How can the attitude that you bring into your relationships and business help the people listening? Yeah, thank you. I, I actually really credit that for a lot of my success. And it is a natural part of who I am. I'm a natural connector. Now, um, I want to say to all of you out there, even if you're not a natural connector per se, or maybe even more of an introvert, this 
is a beautiful thing for all of you to practice. It's like, how can I help? Like, have that be your question. What support do you need? And, um, and I think that's really important for you to ask other people, what do you need? Because here's what's interesting. When you ask that question, even if they're not asking you it back, it's going to come around in other beautiful ways, um, you know, and I think that being supportive of others is is really the key to success. And, you know, frankly, obviously, we talk about this in The Prophet of Kindness. And having now written a book about this, let me just share with you in interviewing many kinds of uh, companies, small and large, that that kindness piece, that how can I help you was and is the key to profits. It also, you know, just makes me happy. It makes me happy to connect people. It, it makes me uh, happy to use my resources and the things I've learned and know to support others. And uh, lots of business comes from it. You know, that's really a natural outcome of the giving. And, you know, let me just say, you just do it because it's a beautiful and right thing to do. So um, one question I love you to ask, and this I did write about. Hey, you're you're going to take my job from me, aren't you? You're just going <laughs> to. No, I love it. This is a day off. For, this is a day off for me. I'll just let Jill <laughs> do the interview. Hey, real quick, though, before you ask that, I did want to ask you. When you're talking about kindness, the, the, the vision that we kind of cultivate in our minds might be different for different people. So some people, when I think of kindness, I think of, you know, peace, love, and uh, gummy worms. You know, you're just going to be loving everyone, just hanging out, um, you know, being a nice person. Can you, like, define what kindness is in the context of your business, your relationships, your joint venture partners? How would you describe or define kindness in this context? Well, I'll tell you, you know, it was interesting writing a book on it because, first of all, the book was a total surprise to me. So all of a sudden I'm like, OK, yeah, kind of like you're asking, let's define kindness. Well, um, I came up with what I call uh, seven return on kindness principles because, Matt, everyone always wants ROI, as you should, as you need. Right. And um, I think it's important that you also have return on kindness principles. So I created rocks, return on kindness principles. And, and I have seven of them. And how I define it with regard to business is in the relation to, for instance, flexibility. You know, we all need flexibility, right? You and I needed flexibility. We all need it. Um, patience. Oh, yes. That's a big one, especially as a business owner. I think most of us, if I were to guess, as entrepreneurs and small business owners, need to practice patience more. Um, and that's an act of kindness, by the way. Uh, things like compassion and generosity, right? Like, you know, I'm writing 10% of my checks to charity. Like, what are you doing to give generously? And I always donate a seat in my publicity crash course to a nonprofit. Those are two acts of generosity, of uh, of kindness that I give in my life that's structured in. So I've, you know, love to ask all of you, what are you doing to structure in kindness in a, in a way that works for you, right? I love that. And it's not just like reactive. So again, when I think of kindness, maybe it's somebody acts a certain way, whether they're kind or abrupt or whatever. And it's like, how do I react? Am I going to smile and be kind? That's not really what we're talking about. I love that you said building in kindness. So 
You know, you, you can't wait till you make X amount of dollars to be generous, right? Generous people are generous from day one. If you have a dollar, you give 10 cents or whatever it is, right? And building in generosity, building in flexibility, um, phenomenal. So it's, it's a great read. Um, tell me real quick, just, um, and then we'll move, I want to move into publicity for the time that we have in, in uh, today, but tell me the story of how the book, I know you, there's, there's quite an interesting story about how the book came to be. Um, how did it start and how do you, you know, how do you land a McGraw deal, a McGraw Hill uh, publishing deal? That's amazing. I know they're great partners. You've talked very, very highly, very excited about them, but I know it's also a bit different than what so many entrepreneurs are out, you know, um, out on Amazon self-publishing. Can you speak to that just story a little bit? Oh, thank you. So one of the things, and you might know this map, but others don't, is because I have four books and I've been in this industry for a while, I actually help people get major book deals, right? And so I have very good relationships with, uh, they're called the editors, at these major uh, publishing houses. And uh, McGraw-Hill loved my idea of uh, get notice, get referrals. They actually loved the idea that I originally pitched them, which was a different book idea, but it became Get Notice, Get Referrals. And, you know, um, the thing about publishers is what they care about is can you can you sell books? Can you create uh, visibility? Uh, what are you doing about your publicity? And, well, because I'm a publicity expert and wrote the book on it, Guerrilla Publicity, uh, they knew that I was capable of uh, selling the book, creating visibility and credibility and publicity around it, which not only for a book, but for whatever you're working on is so important. So that's how that happened. It really um, was one of those wonderful moments of, yes, you know, we're ready to do a book on referrals. We want you to write it. And uh, that was how that happened. And, you know, one thing I know, Matt, is that it takes a village to write a book and multiple villages to promote it. So, you know, <laughs> right? All really these, well said. Yeah, it's important. And all these wonderful relationships I've had for years, you know, people like you who are uh, well connected. I mean, I, I, it, when I have new books out, lean on my relationships uh, to help me promote. And in doing so, by the way, when anybody connects to me and says, hey, will you go buy my book, 99 cents on, you know, whatever, to help them, you bet I say yes. And that's the kind of thing, you know, I know what it's like to have, a, and this goes for a new launch or a new product or, you know, certainly a book, but it was really a a wonderful way to get a book handled and, you know, now I have four. So it's pretty exciting. That's incredible. You have quite, quite the publishing resume, uh, so to speak. Now, you, you mentioned, and again, we've had conversations for years about what publicity is, but I want to tell you a real quick story for me, and then I want you to jump in where you see fit and where you think the biggest value is going to be in this story. So in my speaking and, and entrepreneur world for the last 15 years, I've been an entrepreneur for 22 years, right? Even in the mortgage business back in the day. And I never considered publicity was something that was a thing that I needed. Three years ago, I hired somebody to begin working and helping me with uh, television, media. And what started happening was all of a sudden things blew up and the podcast got syndicated on 16 uh, radio stations. So you might be listening in the car right now. Thanks, by the way. Um, 
And I started all of a sudden I was on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox doing different television spots and morning shows and having a blast doing it. I had an unintended experiment with that where it's not that necessarily I got exposure on a local Fox station and then I got a thousand sales for my book. It was that now I've been on television. Now there's clips on my website. And now when my prospects find me, it legitimizes me. So my first question kind of on publicity is, can you speak to the credibility slash legitimizing aspect of publicity before we get to the rest of it? Absolutely. And um, what's your take on, on that? Is that important? How, how big is it? Um, is that, you know, is that the, the main thing or is that just a side benefit? What, what, how do you see publicity? Because obviously this is your domain. So publicity is so key. And, you know, whether you're a one person business or, you know, three or, you know, it, it doesn't matter about size because here's the deal. What publicity does is it builds your credibility, it gives you visibility, it saves you money because you're not spending it on other expensive things like Facebook ads and Google ads. And I'm, I'm not nixing all that. I think it's good in, in relative relation to each other. Um, but what publicity is, is free. And it gets you um, trust in the marketplace, more exposure in the marketplace. And most importantly, it gets you clients and prospects because people know your name. I like to call it the I've heard of him somewhere syndrome when you get publicity. And so what do you think that's going to drive? It's going to drive credibility and that look-see at everything you're doing and then engagement with you. So it's huge. It's a must-have for part of your marketing. And, uh, you know, doing it the right way with good systems is important. And, you know, I like to do it the guerrilla publicity way. Uh, and that means we use time and imagination and lots of other strategies that don't cost you a fortune, but get you great results. Yeah, I love the gorilla idea. And then again, just to, to plug that again, Gorilla Publicity is the book that you wrote with the father of gorilla marketing, Jay Conrad Levinson. Um, so obviously, credible, some great ideas in there. But what's great is, you know, you're talking about, hey, when you connect with Jill, you get to learn publicity and you're helping people with it. But you're also like you have a teacher's heart, which is something I really admire about you. And not every every person has a teacher's heart, meaning if you went and said, I'm going to hire a PR firm and some of you listening have tried to do that. And they said, well, it's going to be, you know, two, three, five, ten thousand dollars a month, six month minimum. And then we're going to try to get you some publicity, quote, quote, and and the problem is you spend all this money and it's this big, vague cloud of hopefully, quote unquote, exposure and quote unquote, publicity will get me more clients. Can you help me understand a little more, Jill, about kind of like debunking that? Because, again, when I first thought of publicity, it was like, OK, I'm going to pay all this money you know, to a PR firm. Right. And they're going to just, quote unquote, get my name out there. My problem with that is if, if I go do a speaking gig, I know um, there's a hundred people in the audience and I can do, do my free gift. I can bring them in my funnel. And it's like, there's this ROI that feels more clear when generally I think about publicity, it feels more vague. And I think there, there's a fear sometimes of what if I spend all this money and get again, quote unquote exposure, but I don't really see an ROI. Can you kind of demystify that and help us get more clear on how to go about it to be a little more, I don't know, tactical or maybe, um, more tracking it versus just throw it on the wall and see if it sticks? Sure. And, you know, listen, here's the thing about publicity and ROI. You got to play a long game. 
Okay, this is not a short game. Now, sometimes short games do work. Listen, one of my clients with a self-published book following some things I taught her, uh, she sold, let's say it was 42 books in 15 minutes, like yay from one podcast. So, um, you know, I had a coaching client. She got in a local women's magazine in her neighborhood, uh, meaning her community where she lives. She got nine prospects, six of which became real clients. Okay, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars she earned from one article in her local magazine. So I'm really big on, you know, sometimes you'll start local and, and, uh, and it will absolutely drive business. Uh, and sometimes it's about creating that credibility, that long-term trust that, you know, I keep hearing Matt Browning's name somewhere. Maybe I should go look into his workshops. Right. And, and all of a sudden then people are driving to you. Uh, so what I would say to people is that um, with some things you'll see immediate and with some things, it's a longer game and you need to keep playing the game because those that play an ongoing visibility strategic, like that you keep doing visibility building activities, for example, that you um, never give up, right? You keep your foot on the gas. You don't have to, you know, go 60 miles an hour, but I'd like you to do at least one, what I like to call visibility building activity every single week, one hour, put one hour of visibility building activities into your schedule. And that can include going to iTunes and putting in your keyword and seeing what podcasts show up that you can be on. So imagine this, if you keep focused on one hour a week, you know, let's add that up, right? Um, Times 52 hours. I think I did that right. Over the course of the year, um, how fabulous is that? Uh, on the amount of, well, credibility vi- credibility and visibility building activities that you will have done. Um, and that's a lot more than many people. So it's, I like you to be consistent and persistent in the marketplace. And that one, that one putting a marker in one hour a week, visibility building activity, that will keep you consistent and persistent in the marketplace makes such a big difference. Love it. And, you know, and going back to when we were talking about kindness in the beginning and how uh, that really stuck with me, Joe, you schedule it in, right? You, you structure in the kindness and the generosity and the flexibility. Well, you also structure in your week. You know, if your week feels like it's running away with itself, and it's out of control and it feels like a toddler running rampant. You don't know what to do and your time is all gone. Look, people, millions and millions of people have figured out with finance that if the money's gone before the end of the month is gone, you need a budget and you need to have a plan for your wealth and your dollars. Well, you need the same thing for your time. So if you build that in, it's great to say, you know what, I'm going to do revenue generating activities three hours a week and you block that off. I'm going to do visibility generating activities like Jill says and block that time off and just block it off and don't start with a lot. You know, if you, if you can't work, you know, as an entrepreneur, 30, 40 hours a week, at least in the beginning in your business or more, like you don't have a business, you got a little side hustle, you got a little hobby, but spend a minute, you know? Spend at least schedule that time in. Um, I want to also real quick circle back and then we'll keep going on this, Joe. Um, make sure we understand the structure. When, when I said, you know, you, you put in the money or the time for publicity and visibility and it feels like this vague cloud that maybe it comes back, maybe it doesn't. Your answer was really, really keen. It was there's two parts of it. 
There's the short-term return, which can be real and happens often. So you put an article out and then boom, 42 books sell from that article. One and done. Thank you, ma'am. The short-term gain was already there. So I look at that almost as a bonus. It's like if your publicity act gets you anything short-term immediately, that's awesome. And you don't have to choose between short and long-term gain, right? Because that article is still going to be long-term. It's still going to be sitting in the ethers. It's still going to be one of the things people come across uh, and builds up your reputation. So is that fair to say you don't have to choose between short-term, long-term? You can play the long game, but you can also get the short-term benefits, right? Absolutely. What I'm saying is I want you to have a mindset that thinks this is not a one-and-done kind of game. This is an ongoing, what can I do for our business, my business, every single week for one hour to enhance visibility, to be consistent and persistent in the marketplace, to contact a reporter or follow a reporter on social media who covers my kind of topic, right? To get on a podcast and do something like join a podcast matchmaking service, for example. There's so many wonderful free and simple things you can do. Uh, So I'm just asking you to commit to one of them and then uh, once a week. And then what happens is by my gosh, you know, all of a sudden somebody says, hey, will you be on my podcast or um, networking, which is one of my visibility building activities. You'll meet somebody uh, in a networking who has a podcast and says, will you be on my podcast, for example? And how much easier in, uh, you can cold email and, and social media DM people, of course, and it works if you do it right. Um, but I mean, man, the time when I look at all my guests, almost 300 episodes now, you know, for the show over three years. When I look at most of the guests, it's people that I've known, right? Someone like you, when you reach out and go, hey, I haven't been on your show. Could I come on your show? It's like, obviously, yeah, of course. You know, the answer is yes, and it's real quick. Yet I get dozens of pitches sometimes every day for people that I don't have time to respond to. So networking's huge. Can we kind of, you already started dropping a few really cool strategies, and I'd almost call them hacks. Could you jump in, Jill, and give us, I don't know, a few like strategies? So if, if, Right now, I'm thinking, okay, I do want to devote a week to visibility. What are like your top three, like, and maybe things that I wouldn't think to do? That would be interesting because maybe I want to be on podcast. I love that. So you said go to iTunes, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, search for your keyword if it's leadership or speaking or publicity or whatever, um, and then find those podcasts. And then you find the host and you connect with them. That's one thing which is brilliant. What are a couple other ideas that maybe I wouldn't think to do that can get this publicity ball rolling for me? So um, I want you to go to Google Alerts. You'd be surprised how many people don't do this and type in two things. One is your name. So that way, and this is completely free. So that way, if and when there's ever any media on you, you will know that's important. Um, Number two, I want you to, um, in Google Alerts, put in, again, a key topic, leadership, speaking. And then what's super great about that is you will find the people, the reporters in particular, the media people who are working on your stories. So here's a great example how this works. When The Prophet of Kindness came out, uh, I did exactly what I told you, what I just told you to do. Putting in the word kindness into Google Alerts alerted me to the fact that, number one, World Kindness Day is November 13th. Here so, we go. 
Yeah, like, hello, guess what? Now I'm all set to orient toward that. It also brought up a huge uh, report reporter that was doing a big section in Parade magazine. And guess what? I connected to her. And so now I'm on her radar for the next big article she does for this next year. So related to this is my third um, great tip, which is go to nationaldaycalendar.com. And find out what, yes. yes, 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 what holidays are related to your topic. And then, like, for instance, I have a woman, she's an organizer. There is National Organizing Month, but you know what we did? We created a holiday called Find Your Desk Day. By the way, is this just me or does anyone else have this problem? <laughs> you know, so her, she as an organizer created her own holiday called Find Your Desk Day. Then we listed that on nationaldaycalendar.com. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. So not only are you going to nationaldaycalendar.com and you're finding holidays that relate. I've been using that for TV appearances, which is, I know, something you teach as well. Because um, these local shows are looking for, hey, it's National Hot Dog Day. And if you have something to do with that, or if you're a dad, you know, and you could do a barbecue, you know, there's so many things you could do connected to almost anything. But you went one step further and created your own day. What, what's entailed in that real briefly? Like, is it just submitting? Is it paying a filing fee? Is there an approval process? Or can pretty much anybody get a day if they ask? Well, you could mostly get a day. I mean, obviously, you got to keep it clean and keep it real. And um, but it's pretty easy to get listed. There's keep a- it clean and keep it real. I love it. <laughs> there is there is some criteria. Yes, and you know, there's a submission process, and you just follow follow the follow their forms. Um, and guess what? You've got your own holiday. But here's the thing: even before that, Matt, I would say to people, let's see if you can just fit into something else. But this is important. And another super bonus hot tip for all of you, and that is to use everything you've got. Like I had a gentleman who's a financial planner, and we were focusing on the publicity for him and building his financial planning business. And guess what? He says to me, because I'm big on what's your story, and hear this, everyone, what's your story? What's underneath you? How can you use everything you've got, your ethnicity, your religion, right? Where you're from, all of it's good. He says to me that his wife had breast cancer and that he didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's talking about a guy's guide to breast cancer. He's getting on shows in October. Wow. For Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Exactly. And how interesting is that? Recently, I had a woman in my virtual publicity course. She is um, 28 years old. Filipino. And I said to her, let's, she has a digital marketing agency. That's what she really does. She wants to do more speaking. I said, let's, um, let's use stop Asian hate. She goes, I love that. Next thing you know, she's out speaking about that. And that's what drew seven prospects, new prospects in one week into her digital marketing business. That's what got her three speaking engagements literally within that same week. I mean, that is powerful. That's called using everything you've got. So as you're listening today, take an inventory. What could I be using? If you're a woman, International Women's Month uh, in March, right? Like what could you be using everything you've got? 
That's really good. And speaking of the the crash course you mentioned, I want to um, I want to I want to plug this for you. It's a pretty incredible thing. I've spoken at your live crash courses over the years you've done. You've spoken at my live events. Uh, you're a phenomenal teacher, great speaker, full of value at these things. You also have uh, you know an online action guide. So this is your publicity action guide, and it's filled with I love it. It's filled with these kinds of ideas, right? Where you know sometimes you, you you read one you go oh that makes sense you could have thought of it you weren't doing it and then there's others that are like like the you know the national calendar day and the I mean the Google alert I love that and I remember hearing that from you in your seminar like five years ago um, and I created an alert for my name and then one other thing and I didn't even I haven't touched it since I forgot about it like an idiot <laughs> so now I'm on there right now guys it's it's google.com forward slash alerts and then you it's it's simple as you just log into Google and type in words that are associated to you and all it's like so you, the, the publicity crash course, the action guide you created, is full of these kinds of ideas and some great, great stuff. Um, feel free to tell us about it and where can we get it? Oh, thank you. And, and is that on the publicity crash course specifically you'd like me to tell them about? Uh, the, the publicity action guide, because that's something you can get right now uh, for free. It's at publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. If you go there, you can actually get Jill's entire publicity action guide, um, start to finish A to Z, what to start doing. Tell us about that a little bit. Absolutely. And thank you. So if you like this, and I hope you have, I'm really, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to give you even more great publicity ideas, real things to do. You actually write in the guide and fill out some templates for yourself so that you have things uh, ready for them, ready for the media to say yes to the media when they ask are you available? So uh, they're delineated and outlined in this guide and super simple, great ideas for you to keep your publicity out there. Jill is awesome. And I just went there. I just got it right now. So I'm excited about uh, grabbing this because I've seen it and I've seen the different pieces you've done, of course, uh, over the years, but I have never actually gone and said, I'm going to get this and work through. So I'm going to tell you, Jill, this week, one of the things I'm doing is working through your publicity action guide at um, at publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. I'm getting it, guys. I'm walking through it. It's a blast. And she also has, um, there's a master class available. You can also learn and dive deeper with it. So I just, I love plugging your stuff, Joe, because you're the real deal. You've been around for eons doing this. And you can't be in this business for decades and have the name you do and the credibility you do, you know, and actually have, you know, people shouting praise if you don't deliver, if you're not actually who you say you are. And you're one of the good ones. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to come on here. Um, any last thought you want to share before we uh, before we wind down here? If you want to share a bumper sticker with the audience or uh, or anything else for that matter. Oh, that's adorable. So first of all, thank you, Matt. I honor you and, and love our connection and everything you do for others, too. Um, you know, really what I want to share with all of you, uh, you know, my, my friend Abraham Lincoln said, whatever you are, be a good one. And that has to do with publicity. And, you know, what I want to remind all of you is that your message matters. Your message matters. Let's get it out there because mm. publicity equals influence equals impact. Let's go out. I love it. What say, say the quote again, whatever you are, be a good one. Yes, Abraham Lincoln. That's so good. Whatever you are. So that's our quote for today, everyone. Whatever you are, be a good one. 
Thank you for listening to Driven Entrepreneur. Thank you to my guest, Jill Lublin. Again, you can find out more about Jill at publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. You can also, of course, go to her main website, jilllublin.com. It's Lublin, L-U-B-L-I-N. Everything's going to be in the show notes on demand. So if you're listening to this in the car, you're hitting that dial, make sure you head over wherever you get podcasts and on demand. Um, you can find it at YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the stuff. They're everywhere, and you can get every single episode, back episode, in the archives for free, no paywall. Um, and you can go to mattbrawningpodcast.com and get all the info on this show uh, and all the free archives. Follow me at Matt Browning on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And I'll see you next week with another Driven Entrepreneur. Bye-bye. 